This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. McDowell Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle and Cook Mortgage, LLC, and Rio Body Center. And now, here's your host, Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today our special guest is a gentleman by the name of Steve Tanner. Steve has his own show on uh, this station, and uh, it's called Finishing Strong. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But first of all, Steve, welcome to Game Plan for Life. Oh, thank you so much, Skip. It's an honor to be in the studio with you. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I know that uh, folks, the listeners, are going to be interested in what you have to, to share today. So let's start off at the beginning. Okay. Let's go back in time and talk about you know where you grew up and kind of march us up through the years and and up until today all right well you know it's funny i grew up in dallas and big dallas cowboys fan and big d uh, big d i actually was born in tucson arizona but moved to dallas when i was a young just two years old and uh but grew up there and i i developed an interest actually in radio early in fact i remember telling my mom when i was in about maybe the third grade i told my mom and dad i said um you know, they were the, the old question of, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? I said, well, there's one of three things. I want to either be a chef, an NBA basketball player, mm. or a baseball announcer. There you go. And so I had a, an interest in, and then, you know, when you see me, you can tell that, well, number one, I'm not a chef. I can barely cook <laughs> uh, boiled eggs. And uh, NBA was uh, not in the cards for me, yeah. too short and slow. Right. But um, but the radio thing stuck with me a long time. I was fascinated. I re- uh, remember going to radio stations as a kid. We had a, a friend, uh, a friend at our church, who was in kind of the uh, the audio business. Mm-hmm. He had a company that supplied. Uh, equipment for radio stations and things. So I got to meet one of the DJs at one of the, the big radio stations in Dallas and go down and see him work in the studio, spinning records back sure. in those days. Oh, you and bet. You bet. So just had a keen interest in that. And, and really, the, over time, God really used that in my life to pique my interest in just communications overall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I know that as a coach, you know that uh, you've got to be able to communicate with guys in order to coach them. No doubt. If you can't connect with them, you mm-hmm. can't coach them. Well, the same thing with uh, with life, with leadership, with business, with um, and on the radio. And so th- yeah. learning things, uh, how to talk to people, uh, interview people, uh, just communicate with people, even as a DJ, uh, really spoke to the, the way God was sort of crafting my my pathway mm-hmm. into ministry as well, because right. uh, my ministry, uh, God's use of me over time has really kind of been parallel tracks where I've worked in the radio business and in church work. I'm an right. ordained pastor, right? Uh, ordained in the Baptist church in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've served on pastoral staffs 
and radio. And so uh, it's over time, I might be working full-time in radio and doing part-time work or volunteer work in a church, or the season might be full-time church ministry and part-time radio. Sure, sure. So that's been fun to see. It works either way. It really does. Yeah. It really does. And uh, But in high school, uh, you know, a big uh, mile marker in my life was that my father became terminally ill with cancer uh, when I was 12 years old. He died when I was 15. Mm. And uh, that was a big thing in my life. But what God did with that was he surrounded me with a group of brand new friends at a church that um, that reached out to me, loved me, showed me Jesus mm-hmm. in in their lives. And it made a huge impact on me. We had been in, I'd been in church all my life, but right. never really had an impact, never had a relationship with Jesus. And so it was through that youth ministry at Northway Baptist Church in Dallas. There you go. Uh, where I came to Christ as a, as a senior in high school. So yeah. it just seeing that the, the, the way those kids, you know how kids are. I mean, you've coached plenty of them right. and they want to be together. They, uh, they were, and on, when you get them on the right track, they will coach you up yep. um, to steal a, a title of a yeah, famous book yeah, that I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that led into you know really wanting to be a communicator, wanting to uh, talk to people, wanting to uh, connect with people, and so, so through ministry, mm-hmm. through radio, been doing it for thirty five ish years. Mm-hmm. Um, did it for many years in the Dallas area in Christian radio and otherwise, and uh, was ordained in, in that same church, the church I got saved yeah. in in high school. Okay. Uh, many 15, 20 years later, I was ordained in. So there's a neat legacy with that. Yeah. Um, but then about, oh, about 15, 16 years ago, just started feeling kind of a restlessness of uh, what is what, what do we have next? Uh, over time, I'd gotten married, met my wife um, when we were both students at Texas Tech University, Red Raiders. Red Raiders. Red Raiders. And so yeah. I met Dina there. We were married. Um, and then kids came along a few years later. We have two boys. Uh, Ryan and Philip. Ryan is uh, now thirty. Philip is twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. And but about fifteen, sixteen years ago, when those those guys were sixth and ninth grade, God really spoke to to us, saying, "Okay, well, I want to move you to a new chapter." Mm. And we didn't know what that was, but it was taking a step of faith. And that's when He moved us to Tucson, Arizona. Okay. And I was born in Tucson, Arizona, so this was a bit of a home going, even though I didn't know. Right. I knew about three people. Right. But he took us there to work for a radio ministry there called Family Life Radio mm-hmm. and uh, got involved in the church. And then over time, got more deeply involved in the church and church leadership. But Skip, the thing that uh, that really rocked our world is also the thing that really began the, the journey of why we're in, in the Treasure Valley now. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it was uh, several years in. My pastor had come to me. He knew, he knew I was ordained. He knew I'd served in churches before. So many times over the years, he'd come to me and say, hey, would you ever be interested in working on our staff? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, maybe at some point, but just in, it's just not right now. I really like what I'm doing with the radio ministry. Uh, I was, by that time, uh, with that ministry, I was producing uh producing a program and that's how I actually got to know Beth Schaefer okay. was through National Religious Broadcasters NRB conventions because okay. uh, our program was airing here on yep. KSPD right. so I got to know Beth and another piece to the puzzle another yeah. step in the yeah. journey yeah. but in 2017 I was still at the radio station serving in leadership I was an elder by this time in our church mm-hmm. 
my son and daughter, my son and future daughter-in-law in uh, the spring of that year, they both graduated from Grand Canyon University in sure. Phoenix. You bet. He was school. a kid from, yeah, he was a kid from Tucson. She was a kid from Boise, from Meridian, went to Coal Valley High School. Oh, yeah. Um, that's where they met. So they graduated in April. They both turned 21 in June. Then they got married in July of 2017, so six years ago. Mm. Uh, when we came for the wedding, we came by here. I think I met I met you. I met Dave. Yeah. met Beth. Yeah. We, I have a picture standing right out there in that lobby with you guys you from bet. six years ago. Never expecting to wow. end up living here. But what happened, Skip? Uh, 73 days after their wedding. Their wedding was on July 15th. But then in September, 73 days later, September 26th, our daughter-in-law, 21 years old, had a sudden pulmonary embolism. Oh, boy. That knocked her down. I mean, Mm. she was in cardiac arrest for 90 minutes. Mm. She was in the ER with docs everywhere trying to get her revived. Keep her going. Yep. And finally, they, they got her stable. She was on a ventilator. She was on all these... Uh, IVs. I went, I, when we first got up to Phoenix, where this all happened, mm-hmm. I walked into her room and I counted eleven different IVs that were hooked up to her, plus the ventilator uh, that was down her right, throat. Right. Through that process, Skip, it was uh, an amazing thing. I mean, that rocked our world for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, here's our brand newly married son going through this with his wife. Mm-hmm. We were told forty eight hours later uh, she was in a coma. Forty eight hours later, she was. Probably not going to make it. Less than 1% chance to make it. 24 hours after that, we got a new report mm-hmm. that said she really, she it's looking much better. But she's going to have months and months of rehab. She, right. You know, she'll probably, because of the clotting factor that she had that caused the embolism, mm-hmm. she'll probably be on blood thinners for the rest of her life. You know, yeah. all these kinds of things. Skip, she walked out of the hospital two months later. No kidding. It's just an amazing, and there's so much more to tell about the story. But through all of that, God took uh, what their pathway was, my son and daughter-in-law, Philip and and my daughter-in-law, Jessica. She was planning to start grad school two days after this this thing first happened in September. Mm -hmm. She was working for Grand Canyon University. Um, But because of that, because of what she went through, she still had rehab to do. She still had physical therapies and things, you know, uh, to gain strength and all that. So they decided to move up here and live with her parents for a while Uh while they began this process. Philip ended up getting a job through a temp agency, then got hired by that company. He's still with that company six years later, five and a half years later. Um, So that started that journey and just watching uh, our daughter-in-law, Jess, uh, just amazing, so many markers along the way. And then this past January, she delivered our first grandchild. No kidding. After all that, we didn't know if she'd even be able to have kids. No kidding. Well, we have Jonathan. Right. In fact, uh, there's Jonathan. Oh boy, look uh, I'm showing him. I'm showing cute, Skip a picture on my guy. phone Absolutely. of Jonathan. So Jonathan's six months old. Uh, that's that got them here. So then over time, my uh, older son Ryan, who's a computer engineer, he went to SMU yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, got his master's degree there. His pathway took him to L.A. for a while, back to Tucson, and then took him to Micron here a year and a half ago. So now we got both our boys living in the Treasure Valley. <laughs> Only God could put together a story like this. <laughs> so we're even before that, yeah. uh, uh, we had begun the process of thinking, yeah, I, we really would like to do that. Um, move up there, be closer to the kids. And then Ryan got that job and that kind of sealed the deal. So we started a very healthy process of uh, the other thing that had happened in 2017 was my pastor came back to me and I finally did say, yes, God is leading me to come back into full-time 
church ministry. Mm-hmm. So I became a pastor in our church mm-hmm. and served there until we moved up here. Okay. And then I got uh, connected up with you guys when we got here. <laughs> well, we, we all have a God story, but I'll tell you what, that's, that's a special one. Man, there's so much skip. There's you know. so many things that happened, and and some bad, and mostly good. And but it's great to have you, your family together, and and have them here, and with what you're doing now with your, your radio show and all. I, uh, God bless you. That's mm. that's quite a story. Mm. Thank no you. Question about Thank it. you. It was a game. It was a game changer for us. It, well, and it, it increased my faith, and it caused me to want to be ready to step out of working in the radio ministry in yes. Tucson and back into church work, took a pay cut, all those kinds of things, yes. but it was a step of faith. Yeah. And I've just we've just seen God's hand in it all along the way. Yeah. yeah, well that's that's such an awesome story. No no question. So well let's let's uh, shift gears here. Let's let's talk about your your show, Finishing Strong. Uh, as I've shared with you before, you know, in, in the world of football, finishing strong is such a big factor because you get to the two-minute drill, the last drive of the game, and and uh, the game's on the line, and, you know, the team that finishes strong usually is the one that's going to win the game at the end. And But what prompted you to, to label or tag your show finishing strong? I it just in really in Bible study, quite honestly, thinking about that. I mean, I'm a huge sports fan. Right. Uh, I've never I've never experienced it nearly at the level that you have, but I'm a huge fan and completely agree and understand with what you just said about you know you know you can start out, you can stumble out of the gate, but yeah. you got the rest of the game. You can finish strong, and so many teams will start strong and then die yeah, out, at the, out at the end. Uh, I just watched one of the Rocky movies, and there was one one uh, one of his fights. I think it was against Mr. T, Clubber Lang, his first fight against Clubber Lang. He just came out, and he was just wailing on him, looking really good in the first round. But then he lost in the second round because he had run himself out. He didn't finish strong. But But I go back, Skip, to... My key verse is Acts twenty twenty four. Paul is meeting with the elders at Ephesus. Mm-hmm. He's he's wants to go to Jerusalem. He's on his way there. They're trying to talk him out of it because they say, you know, you're going to face hardship. You're going to be arrested. Mm-hmm. You're going to have all these bad things happen. And he said, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Mm. So he wanted to finish strong. And, uh, and we also talk about Paul in Philippians talking about pressing forward towards the goal. So I've always been a, a big sports guy, but also uh, even serving in ministry, seeing a family. Maybe it's a couple who are struggling. You know, right. You're struggling right now, but you still can finish strong. Uh, something is going on in your life, but you still have the opportunity to lean in to God mm-hmm. and finish strong. So that's where it spoke to me. I, I think it's applicable in so much of life, even in everyday things. I like to talk about, you know, finish strong, just getting the kids out the door to school yeah. in the morning. Yeah, right. Finish strong, staying on budget that month sure. uh, with your family. Finish strong on that project at work. Finish strong on studying for that test that you're going to mm-hmm. take uh, so that you can uh, do well in school or whatever it might be. But, but finish strong. I mean, I remember working on my bike as a kid and my dad uh, my dad was was ill for several years before he passed so sure. he was he was sick but he would um, he would see me working on my bike and, and fixing the chain or doing something like that and I can just remember um, he I don't remember exactly the words that he might say but just his presence there knowing that he really couldn't help me because he mm-hmm. didn't feel good enough 
but knowing he was there to help me finish doing that task, making sure I got right. the chain right, the right tools to do it, um, the, making sure that the 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 patch on the tire was put on there right. He had taught mm-hmm. me how to change, you know, fix a flat tire, all that kind of thing. And I really, Skip, I hadn't even thought about that part of my sure. journey with my dad and finishing strong until just now. But yeah. even just fixing my bike as yeah. a, an 11-year-old kid or a 12 or 13-year-old kid, um, I, I wanted to do it right. I wanted to get it done where I could look back and say, okay, it's ready to go. I can ride this thing now and go pop wheelies or whatever, crash again and fix it again. <laughs> but, but finish strong. Well, it's in everything when you really stop and think about it. And if, if you're going to start something, you might as well finish strong yeah i mean what's what's the use if you if you if you're going to start it why not finish strong and yeah so yeah those those are good examples good stories and so what else about the show tell us when it is what time it is okay. what day it is yeah yeah we're uh, i'm on uh, saturday mornings uh, just uh, at, at 11 30 so just an hour after we're done here right finishing strong will begin every saturday 11 30 um and uh, yeah it's very interesting to, to have those i know you can resonate with this skip that uh to be able to sit down with someone even for a span of just 25 minutes you really can just hear their heart and that's mm-hmm. that's my goal with the program is connecting in the valley, connecting with ministries, with businesses, with, with people who are living for the Lord, uh, who are finishing strong in whatever right, they're doing, be it right. their business, their ministry, their family. Interesting stories. Uh, we're going to have uh, uh, the deputy on who uh, yes. was injured a few months ago on the incident out on the freeway, uh, stabbed 30 times, uh, spent three weeks in the hospital, You know, family going through a lot, had a chance to go over to his house and talk to him for a few minutes to be a part of the interview. Mm-hmm. And then I'm talking to the uh, leadership from the Texas Roadhouse who are hosting the event yes. that's coming up on Tuesday, the first uh, at the Texas Roadhouse Meridian. So being able to meet people like that yeah. and connect them and then help them see the value of what is going on here in this building where we're sitting mm-hmm. uh, with Inspirational Family Radio and KBXL and KSPD and mm-hmm. the, the impact that radio can have being in it for as many years as we have, Skip, uh, you, you know, you reach into places that you could never get to uh, face-to-face, into prisons, into people who are homebound, or just into somebody's car who needs a word of hope as they're driving down the freeway uh, to be able to connect with people. So Finishing Strong, 1130 Saturdays. Every Saturday, 1130. All right. Well, it's got to be exciting for people. You know, I'm a big believer in storytelling, mm. you know, telling our stories. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mentioned earlier, we have a God story for sure. Yep. We have stories about things that have happened to us in our life that maybe started off one way but ended up a different. Some started off slow but finished strong. But, but yet storytelling, I've learned that people love to hear other people's stories. Mm-hmm. And they can glean something out of almost every single one. And so what you're doing is 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 got a lot of value in it. I commend you for doing it. Mm-hmm. Appreciate uh, the work that you're doing, and uh, thank you. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Ab- absolutely. Well, uh, back to Dallas. I'm, I, I meant to to ask you this. You probably were aware of my 
my good friend and mentor Chuck Swindoll down there. Sure. Yeah, he's yeah. got quite a ministry, and and uh, you know he entered my life back in 1980, a mm. uh, long time ago, and he's been a faithful friend, a mentor ever since. And you know those are the kind of stories too that you, you like to hear how people have come upon others that have yeah. been you know mentors in their life have have poured into our lives, and yeah, I'm sure you come across that with the people you bring on. Oh, sure, show. yeah. It's, it's great, and you know, Inside for Living, an amazing ministry on the radio station, too. Uh, but yeah, Stonebriar Community Church, yep. about five, maybe ten minutes from where my mom used to live, and right. uh, just really cool thing. But yeah, you're right, Skip, and getting to know people in the area. I mean, I think about, I like the business community that you've been uh, so active in over, over the years, uh, meeting guys. Like, I, I met a guy for the program that, with an organization called C12, and C12 is a is a uh, uh, collaboration of Christian business owners and and high profile the C suite guys CEO right, COO right, that kind of thing right, right. and they're focused on uh, Jesus they're focused on you know living their lives building their business and helping one another challenging one another to do that and so uh, without being here I wouldn't have met that I wouldn't have met him yep. and it was your buddy Brett Clancy who yep, introduced yep, me to Matt yep, and C12 yep. so uh, just cool things that you see as you see the uh, the workplace really is the next big uh, I think it's a, the next big mission field uh, to reach into mm-hmm. um, because we people aren't automatically showing up to church anymore that's not their community anchor their workplace is so often where they find their identity and their quote-unquote family and so having ministry reaching into businesses so that's why i love and why i love what you do with the, all the businesses that you connect with mm-hmm. here such a cool thing to be a part of you bet well you know what this is really what this is all about it, it boils down to one word and that's encouragement mm. You know, we want to provide encouragement to people that may be struggling with this or that or the other thing. And and somebody comes along and shares their story about how they overcame, you know, a similar thing. And But encouragement is, is really what uh, what I think it's all about. And, and uh, you know, I want to share just a couple, uh, a few, let's say a few uh, quotes that uh, I think are important as far as finishing strong. Mm-hmm. There was a gentleman by the name of Darren Hardy that said, starting is not most people's problem. Staying, continuing, and finishing is. Mm-hmm. And that is ever so true. And yep. I mentioned the football example. And right. there's, there's so many others. Um, here's another one. Uh, Donna Markova said, we are not broken. We are just unfinished. Mm-hmm. We're unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to finish it. Here's another one by Ralph Waldo Emerson. We've all heard of of Ralph Waldo. Without ambition, one starts nothing. Without work, one finishes nothing. The prize will not be sent to you. You have to win it. And that is ever so true. And then Julian Smith said this, No one has a problem with the first mile of a journey. Even an infant could do fine for a while. But it isn't the start that matters. It's the finish line. Mm, mm. Yeah. And then Benjamin Franklin, old Ben, 
He said, the problem with doing nothing is not knowing when you finished. <laughs> yeah, so true, so true. So. You know, thinking about that, Skip, um, back in the 70s, you know, growing up in Dallas, Roger Staubach was my hero. Oh, sure. And Roger Staubach, Dallas Cowboys, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback, Naval Academy, Heisman Trophy winner, all those things. But Roger the Dodger, he was known yeah. for pulling games out of the fire late. Right, I think, right. I don't remember what the, at the time, he was set the record for number of fourth quarter comebacks mm-hmm. for games. Now you might say, well, why were why did they get behind so many times? But the the, the really interesting thing was though that he finished strong and they came and yes. won those games, won two Super Bowls. He's a legend in football lore. He's a legend in the Dallas community and still around and still active. No um, but building that because not because he. Uh, set a record for number of touchdown passes in the first quarter, mm-hmm. but he set the record for number of touchdown yeah. passes in the fourth quarter. And it really mattered yeah. you know, as you're, as you're finishing the, finishing the game. Well, as we wind down, Steve, uh, maybe just a, a little bit about your other interests. What else do you like to yeah. do? I mean, you got plenty on your plate, <laughs> but what, what are some of the other interests? Really enjoying the grandbaby yes. opportunities to go babysit with him. Uh, golf. I like yeah. to play golf. I don't play as often as I'd like to, but mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to more exploring the uh, right. courses around here, um, playing some golf. Not that great at it, but really enjoy it. Um, we're active in our church. Uh, we lead a small group. We're on the prayer team. Uh, like photography. Yes. Like, and there's so much around here to take pictures of. And the fall is such a change for me in Dallas. We didn't have much of a fall. In Arizona, right. we really didn't have much of a fall. No, no. But here we have a, an amazing fall so right. those areas and and i'm still you know active in uh ministry just trying to reach out trying to see how god's going to use me and um uh, through our church, through other ministries. Uh, I've gotten involved with a thing called Corporate Chaplains of America, okay. working in businesses and chaplaincy. Mm-hmm. So that's a really cool thing. Um, but uh, excited to be here where our family is and meeting new friends and uh, exploring some golf courses. <laughs> there you go. Well, speaking of golf, uh, I would mention this. And listeners, uh, if you have a pastor that enjoys playing golf, we put on a golf classic for pastors at no cost to them uh, it's coming up in september and if you have a pastor that you'd like for us to invite like i say at no cost they get carts they get the golf they get a barbecue afterwards there's awards prizes it's really a fun day so we want to thank them and honor them mm-hmm. for the work that Absolutely. they do so get a hold of the station here at inspirational family radio and uh, we'll get your pastor connected so yeah, that was the the tournament last year. Right. Uh, I was right after I got here, so I got to play in it last year yep. over at Warm Springs. Yep. That was a lot of fun. Yep, it'll be the same place this year. It'll be at Warm Springs, and I believe the day, it's a Monday, I believe it's September 11th, but uh, if you have a pastor that loves to play golf, well, let's, let's, get, him, let's get him on the team. And, uh, and lastly, um, I just always like to salute our, our sponsors. We've had some wonderful sponsors over the years, uh, loyal sponsors. And this week, uh, I'd like to salute Domino's. They've been a huge, huge sponsor. And this, this relationship with Domino's and myself goes way back to when I was a coach at Boise State. And I kind of helped them get started as they came to town. And that, that relationship has continued to develop. Mm-hmm. And, and they've been a terrific sponsor 
Spencer. There's, it's a wonderful company. They do great work, provide some great food, obviously, that we all <laughs> kind of like. Pizza is not uh, nothing we're going to turn down. But anyway, we salute Domino's and thank them for their sponsorship and appreciate all that they do. So, well, Steve, thank you so much for being a guest today on Game thank Plan you. for Life, sharing your life, sharing your, your ministry, sharing your, your, your radio show, and we wish you nothing but God's best. Thank you. You bet. Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsors. Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino's Pizza. Diamond Heating and Cooling. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. And Zero Edge Carpet Cleaning. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the game plan for life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.